So often, we convince ourselves that we are not worthy of having exciting, successful, or even interesting lives. We consciously or unconsciously look around and only focus on those media icons who represent our definition of success. But what exactly is success and how do we define it? Is there a handy template on Microsoft Office with a checklist that details at what point, at what age, and in what way, and to what extent we should achieve certain things? Where should I be at age 18? Should I have finished school, have a driver's license, and start university? Or can I choose to take a gap year to travel the world and write amazing travel blogs while meeting new people in exotic locations and then effortlessly let it extend into the next 10 years of my life? Is it necessary to be dating or is it okay to be successfully single? Is never getting married even an option? Now at 18, Society, to a large extent, will not judge someone too harshly for these questions or having this level of uncertainty. At 40, however, trying to introduce these questions into an, any conversation with a mature audience anywhere between the ages of 25 and 100 will not only raise some serious eyebrows, but it will definitely be met with avalanches of judgment sideways glances, eye rolls, and the inevitable. Aren't you a little bit old to be that irresponsible? But what exactly constitutes being a responsible individual or adult? Does it mean that I have to be like everybody else or aspire to the same things that everybody else aspires to? Does being an adult mean that I cannot dream of distant shores and eventually reach them? When did being responsible become synonymous with not having dreams? And why, if someone does not aspire to the same things as someone else, do they so readily resort to judging what they do not even understand? In most communities, there is a certain inevitability to how people's lives unfold. You are born, you start school and dream of great things at whatever you choose to become and then very subtly at first but more insistently the longer it goes on society's expectations start intruding on your life we have to achieve high marks or good grades at school because that determines the type of university we attend or the type of job we will eventually have we have to dress up in order to impress the right people to advance ourselves in the world of work or attract the right wife or husband. We have to associate with the right people because our reputation depends on it. And to a certain extent, all of that is probably necessary and desirable for our evolution as human beings. But what if we look at this from a different perspective? What if our most important aspiration in life is not to focus on what everybody else expects us to do and be, but to focus on what makes us happy? What if our sole reason for getting up in the morning is not to drag our resisting and protesting bodies to go to a job we hate, 
but to enjoy the singing of the birds, the feel of the sun's heat on our skins, and spending quiet and or funful moments with people we actually like, rather than tolerating strangers because our job description demands it. Why do we judge those fortunate souls who enjoy their jobs as not having real jobs? Why do we discourage our children from pursuing careers that allow them to express their creativity or emotions freely? Why, in a world that has changed beyond recognition in the space of 12 months, do we cling so furiously to a life and beliefs that have served us for centuries and generations, but has in the space of 12 months shown us how flawed our existence and beliefs have been? How many of us, if we were honest, would have chosen to never wear a suit or tie, pencil skirt and heels, makeup, and an appropriate hairstyle? What if we could have spent our days reveling in the pleasure of feeling the grass under our bare feet, or not being constrained by formal clothing as we could lounge about in our comfy sweatpants and a messy bun? If nothing else, spending months in enforced isolation has taught us that our intellect, efficiency, ability, creativity and productivity do not have anything to do with what we are wearing or where we are. If anything, being ripped out of our regimented work environments and comfort zones has ironically unleashed many people's dormant and often suppressed creativity. How many people who were not valued as important or seen as valued employees were the ones who stepped up during a crisis of global proportions and excelled under difficult circumstances? How many people who never sought the spotlight or were convinced that their skills were not relevant or important, rose to the occasion and became pro champion problem solvers and innovators when everybody else complained about their lives and empires falling apart. If nothing else, the past years taught us that true success is not about our academic qualifications, job title, salary, size of our bank account, the car we drive, or how many designer labels we wear. So what then is real success? Did you wake up this morning and get out of bed? You succeeded through the grace of the Almighty because many did not or choose not to. Do you have at least one person in your life that you can talk to or even smile at? If you smiled at them, or said a kind word to them without expecting anything in exchange, you have succeeded in making their day better. If you have shown love, kindness, forgiveness, compassion, charity in word or deed to someone else today, you have succeeded in being a successful human being. So before the cynics and realists accuse me of being idealistic and out of touch with reality, let me make it very clear that I'm well aware of the realities of life and the necessity of making a living. We do need money to provide a home, food, clothing and education for our families. But more than anything, we need to become successful again 
at discovering our common humanity in having a life. So today, redefine your definition of success. If you have achieved professional success, congratulate yourself and be grateful for all those who lifted you to those lofty heights and the grace you have experienced. And if you have not achieved your goals or realized your dreams, celebrate your physical health, good friendships, your kind and generous nature, your support of family who adore you, your never-say-die attitude that inspires others, your sense of humor that makes others laugh on a bad day. Because overcoming adversity and persevering despite that adversity is a form of success that is so seldom celebrated or even acknowledged. We have all experienced hard times, failure, loss at some point. You were knocked down by life and you had two choices. Stay down and perish or rise and flourish. You chose success. Mother Teresa never acquired great material wealth. Yet she was wealthy beyond measure in peace, faith, humanity, love, kindness and the family of people that she surrounded herself with, often amid the worst suffering. So today, celebrate your unique success. This is Nazarene Balbrach William, the host of A New Life with Naz. Join me again next week as together we overcome our challenges and journey towards a brilliant, beautiful, fulfilling future. Be brave, be bold, be you. Until next time, this is Naz wishing you a beautiful new beginning.